Hey there, friend. Welcome to Online Courses Made Easy. I'm your host, Robin Kent, and I am thrilled you are here with me. Do you find yourself with a head full of course ideas and content only to feel overwhelmed when it's time to transform that knowledge into a profitable online course, navigate the course technology, and craft a clear launch strategy? No worries, because this podcast is designed just for you. I'll guide you in mastering the art of organizing and delivering your course content for student success, creating launch strategies that draw in your dream students, and setting up systems that make learning a breeze. So go grab your favorite cup of coffee and let's dive in and simplify the world of online courses. Hey friend. Hey. Okay. Welcome back. I'm so excited you're here. And okay. So I just have to tell you, this is part two of a five-part series talking about how to get ready to build, launch, and deliver your online course. Okay. I went over in episode 42. I talked about part one. We talked about learning styles and thinking through how are we going to teach this and how are we going to share our content in episode 42. So that was part one. And today in part two in episode 43 here, we are going to talk about choosing the right platform, the right course platform. Oh my goodness. I think this might be the most asked question in the tech side of things when people are considering building a course. So they might know what they want to teach. They might know what they want to talk about. They might know like how to break it down. But me coming from the tech side of the world, they're like, but they want to know what platform do I do this on? And usually if they're starting out, then it might be questions about like how much it costs, how hard is it to set up, all of those kinds of different things. And so I want to talk about that today because I have built been building online courses for my clients for seven years. And I have used a variety of platforms, a variety of ways for my clients and also for myself. So this is what I wanted to break it down to you. I have done all the way from YouTube and you go and you make videos and things like that. And you make a playlist and you make it unlisted in YouTube world. Um, and so then you can actually give that and deliver it to them. Zero costs except for your time to put all the pieces together, right? So then I've even gone into the back end of a WordPress website and done uh, with a plugin called MemberPress and actually use that and build a course and a membership on a WordPress website so that people could access their course material and upload videos and all this kind of stuff. No, you don't have a monthly cost. You typically would have like a yearly cost for something like that, but 
you have to figure out where you're going to house your videos. Then there are so many regular course platforms. You know, you have probably heard about, of course, Kajabi, Teachable. Uh, then there's some that are not as well known of like Member Vault and Thinkific and so many others. It's, it's endless. It's like new ones are coming out all the time. So it's so hard to stop and think about, oh my gosh, this is overload. This is so much. I don't even know where to start. Okay, so let me break this down for you because I am that techie girl and I love teaching my clients how to do this because I totally understand, you know, when you're first starting out as course creator, you're kind of trying to find your groove. Like you got your knowledge in your head and you got your expertise and those kinds of things, but you're like, how do I deliver this? How do I do this? And how do I do this typically on a budget? but also just trying to figure out everything. How do they connect? All these kind of different pieces. So I'm gonna give you three things that you need to think about when choosing the right course platform for you, depending on where you are. Maybe that you already have a growing, thriving business and you already have different parts of your business already going. And so you just need a course some, you need some tool, some platform to actually provide the course. So before I get into the three things, let me tell you, this is what you have to stop and think about. You have to stop and think about what do you have and what do you need? Because if you already have a business and you already have a website, WordPress, Squarespace, whatever, you know, website, and you already have that, maybe you already have an email platform already set up. Maybe ConvertKit, Active Campaign, Mail, MailChimp, MailerLite. You already have those pieces in place. And all you need is something to deliver your actual course to your students. That, when you break it down and you think about what do you already have and what do you need, that right there is going to help you figure out what you're looking for and what do you need to go. Now, if you are just starting out, because I work with some clients who they are building their business with a course and they are brand new, they don't have, you know, a landing page to even, you know, get a free opt-in or for someone to start growing that email list and they are starting from scratch. Then when you know that about yourself, then you know what you need. You need a tool maybe that has so many different pieces on it. Or maybe you still want to add just different layers of tools, different things, uh, and having your website and your email marketing separate from your course. But you have to think about and realize that, though, that question right there before you go and listen to anybody about which platform to choose or how to get started, okay? So with knowing that, with thinking through that, here we go. Three things, okay? Number one is you have to know your audience and your course content, okay? goes Always goes back to you have to know your ideal client. You have to know 
again, like we talked about in last week's episode about how do they learn? You have to know where are they going to find you? Uh, how are they going to take in this information? And then also your content, like what kind of content are you delivering? Are you just delivering just videos with a little bit of information or are you delivering um, PDF workbooks and it's maybe one video or no videos? What does your course content look like? What do your pieces look like that you are delivering for this course? Is this maybe it's all lives and you are doing it and you could go in Facebook and do a Facebook group and provide your course right there where then the Facebook group is always open. They always have it. And we're doing Facebook lives because you're teaching them on the spot. Maybe that's it. But if you are having recorded videos, if you are making PDFs, if you are wanting to provide variety of pieces like that, then you have to check out the different information from the different courses, the different course platforms. And I'm going to discuss three because these are the three primary ones that I work with my clients and get them into based on, again, what they need and where they are in their business. So the first one is Kajabi. If you are starting off and you don't have a website, you don't have an email system, you might go with Kajabi. They are a huge all-in-one stop shop, but they are pricey. But you're getting everything in there. So that is something that you can consider because that will house everything that you need, whether it's videos, whether it's PDFs. Uh, they even have a new part with a community piece in there if you didn't want to do it over in a Facebook group. And so that is something you have to know. So that, uh, Kajabi is first. Then second is Teachable. Teachable is about, I want to say, half the price point of Kajabi. And you can actually do emails in there. You can do landing pages in there. You can, uh, it will house your actual videos. Like, so you don't have to go host your videos somewhere else, like in Vimeo or something in that area. It actually will house your videos. Um, so Teachable is a really popular one among my clients. It's just more economical and it's just easy to use on both sides. It's easy to use as the, cons the student who is actually navigating through the course, but then also it's easy to actually put together in the back end, you know, as the course creator themselves. And they have numerous tutorials to get you through there. But that is one thing that I teach my students and I work with them in figuring out what they need and where to go and, and to do those kind of things in Teachable. Then a third platform is actually Member Vault. Member Vault is one you don't really hear much about. Member Vault is really economical. And I want to say, so I think Kajabi, at the time of this recording, I think Kajabi is about, uh, I believe, $149 a month. So that's $149 a month. And then Teachable, I believe, is about $59 a month. And this is for their basic, you know, like 
uh, level of going in. And then member vault is, I believe, $19 a month. And and member vault looks so stinking nice. So, so much like Teachable. It's really easy to use. It's even easier than Teachable in the back end to use. Uh, And it has those kinds of different pieces back there. The sales pages are little less involved, like a little less being able to, I guess you couldn't say design and do different things like that. But like if you have a, I have a a client who is currently using Member Vault and she already has a WordPress site. She has ConvertKit as her email. And so Member Vault was a no brainer. Now, the only thing was, is that her videos had to sit either in Vimeo or on YouTube because the actual videos are not housed um, in Member Vault. So that is one way that they're able to make it a lower price point. But it can be designed really pretty and really easy to use. This is one of the things that attracted my client to Member Vault was, uh, and she's well, years well into her business, but it was just so many pros to fit where she is in her business. And so that's why I'm saying it's super easy to set up. It's easy for the um, actual students to come in. It actually has a gamification piece to it. So if you're trying to motivate your students in accomplishing different things, um, it's really kind of cool. The little motivation pieces and stuff are uh, gamification that it has to motivate, um, you know, different things in there. And what you can see as the course creator to see if they have actually watched different things, if they have clicked on different things, or maybe they never ever (laughs) went into your course material. I've definitely seen that happen before. They will pay you the money and then they don't ever come in, in. Okay. So one, you have to know your audience and your course content. And then we kind of stepped into this already, but number two, you have to think about your features and your functionality. What features do you want to have available? What functionality, what do you want it to be able to accomplish for you? Do you want it to have quizzes in there? Do you want it to have a community in there? Do you want to be able to see analytics and reporting information to actually know if they're going through your course and what they're finding is valuable and things like that. So you want to know the features and the functionality of the different things. And is this scalable? Is this something that, okay, I'm limited to only 50 course or 50 students in there, or is this unlimited amount of students. Like I can have so, so many in there. So is this scalable for what I am working for? The thing is, is that when you pick one course platform, you're not stuck with it forever. You can transfer that material over to another course. Now it can come and be a slight hassle maybe, but you can always go and change to a different platform and you just kind of have to go through the motions. I have definitely helped a number of my clients do that as well and just change to different platforms that they found that fit them better for where they are again in their business. So, 
Okay. So then number three, again, the pricing. We talked about the pricing. Of course, that is for so many new course creators. That's one of the top things that I hear, like how much does this cost? (laughs) How much, not just to get it going, but to keep up with it. So yes, pricing, but also support and support in the sense of, are there great tutorials to help you figure things out? Do they have a support system in the platform, whatever you choose, uh, is there a place that you can go and get help, whether that is YouTube videos or maybe that is tutorials, you know, about how to do specific things in their system? Like, you, is there a chat feature where you can go on and ask questions? You need to check out and see what level of support is there and available for you. Or do you have someone like me? who helps my students figure that out. And so the platforms that I love using, again, is Member Vault, Teachable, and Kajabi. And of course, we can totally do the whole YouTube, very inexpensive route. But I love teaching my students how to do this themselves Because one thing I know about so many people that I have met is Yes, tech might overwhelm them. Yes, they don't know where to start. Yes, they're so confused, but they have this passion. But after you teach them and after you show them how to do it, they have this sense of like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. I can do this. I can so do this. And that is one of the things I love doing is helping empower my students to be able not to have to come to me for every single time they want to change something, every single time they want to build a new course, get them started. I teach them how to actually build a thing that they can grow and thrive with and that they're not so dependent on me. I would love to help you do the exact same thing. So stay tuned because I have part three coming up of this five-part series to get you ready to build, launch, and deliver your online course. And like I said, I have a new group program that's going to be coming this January where I'm going to take a cohort of a limited amount of students and teach them the actual pieces. This is such a deal because it is just going to be, I mean, based on what my clients want to one pay versus how you're going to learn how to do this, you know, in this type of situation, it just, it just sets my soul on fire, but it is so economical and it's going to be such a time saver and a money saver for you. So, Okay. Well, I hope you found this helpful. If you did, I would love for you to send this to a friend of yours, a biz bestie, someone who's thinking about building a course and they're stuck on what platform do I choose? Maybe they need to take a listen to this or any of the other parts to this five-part series of getting ready to build, launch, and deliver your profitable online course. So I would love that. And thank you so much. And I will talk to you soon. Hey friend, thanks so much for listening to the Online Courses Made Easy podcast today. I sure hope it helped get your wheels turning and believing that you too can create a profitable online course. If you ever have any questions or want to dig deeper into navigating your course creation journey, 
then make sure to come join me and other course creators over in the community on Facebook, where we are all on the same journey of building that online course to grow our business and have more time freedom with our families. Go to robinkent.com forward slash community so that you can build, launch, and deliver the online course you can't stop thinking about. Can't wait to see you in the next episode. Have a great week.